0: Finding the perfect designer isn't easy, but at Upwork, we found her. She's in Austin, between a dog named Klaus and her favorite shade of green.
1: It's actually Salem Clover.
0: And you can find her right now on Upwork.com. When the world is your workforce, finding the perfect project manager, designer, developer, or whomever you may need, tends to fall right into place. Find top-rated talent who can start today on Upwork.com. Reintroducing the iced apple crisp oat milk macchiato from Starbucks, now with Starbucks blonde espresso and oat milk, layered with flavors of apple, cinnamon, and brown sugar, and topped with a spiced apple drizzle. Welcome back, Fall. Order today with the Starbucks app. Colin Horton. I'm a award wing surveyor, part-time property investor, and self-confessed entrepreneur. I believe that business is all about getting to know the people that you're dealing with, and that's exactly what we're going to be doing on this podcast. We'll be having in-depth chats, asking some personal questions, and ultimately getting candid. Good morning, guys. Welcome to today's Candid Chat. Today, I'm very fortunate to have a very inspirational young lady. On the podcast. Her name is Sophie Grace Holmes. And yeah, I mean, this girl's cool. So I'm hoping you're going to enjoy this. Today, we're going to just be discussing her amazing life, her achievements her dreams, her aspirations, and just generally having a chat. And we're both from South End, so, you know, we'll probably just talk about South End stuff as well. But, <laughs> Sophie, <laughs> um, do you want to introduce yourself to, you know, my six followers? They'd be quite nice <laughs> if you can.
1: <laughs> no, you're definitely going to be having more than that, but it's a <laughs> pleasure to be here. Um, yeah, so as you've said, obviously, we both live near each other, um, usually seeing each other in a gym uh, back in the day. Um, but I am a trainer, online coach now, working with all kinds of brands and basically my business was born via having a life-threatening lung disease called cystic fibrosis, which is a driver and the why behind obviously everything that I do and why I decided to take the risk and build my own brand 10 years ago. And actually I would never look back and I'm very fortunate that I've kind of been given an older head on a younger shoulders and given that opportunity to kind of have a unique outlook and no fear and wanting just to kind of go for it without the, the worry of what people think or the worry of failure, because I think, you know, you've got to learn to love both winning and failure. And, you know, I would always recommend to everybody, if you are wanting to do a business or you are wanting to start a project, just to go for it on the basis that if you don't try, you don't know.
0: I mean, like I want to start going back to where you started wanting to build the brand of kind of Sophie Grace Homes because I love personal brands and that's kind of what I always try and to touch on on these podcasts and I you have built that you know it's it, I, I obviously I know you locally as like a, a name locally because you are a local name <laughs> but you kind of you kind of superseded that now you know you've done a lot of amazing things I mean what what prompted you to kind of start building your own personal brand what what was the trigger point for that
1: do you know why it's an interesting question because I think. When people suddenly decide to turn their life around, it's usually coming or stemming from something that's causing a struggle, which is why secretly I do love a struggle. And I think we can all thrive there if we just open the doors. So basically, when I was 19 to 10 years ago, I got told that I had two years to live. I was really unwell. Um, I was in hospital. My lung function was super low. And the doctor, I remember so well because he sat in, there in my bed. He was like, nothing we're doing is working. CF has finally caught up with you. Um, so we're just gonna have to work with what we've got. And as a naive 19 year old, and this is where sometimes naivety can be powerful. I was like, you know what? I don't actually believe you. I don't have time to be sitting here in hospital. I've got a life to live and stuff to do. So what am I gonna do about that? So I quit my office job. I retrained into the fitness industry. And as I got that certificate, I literally left my secure job with nothing. So I didn't have a client, I didn't have anything. And I was like, right, I'm going to make this work and I will do whatever it takes because I want to stay alive. And if I want to stay alive, then I have to transform and turn my life upside down to move forward. And obviously, you know, it takes a lot of hard work and effort. I think that's what people don't see. They kind of just see the outcome, the success. They don't see all the failures along the way. They don't see the hours. And obviously, I would not change that now. And I am so glad that I at that moment, had that time and was like, do you know what? No, this is not going to happen. I'm going to write a bucket list of goals and challenges for my health. I'm going to go and retrain into fitness Then I've got flexibility of working hours. It's something that I love to do. And hopefully along the way, I can then impact other people as well.
0: I mean, that's... I mean, to... To be told, yeah, two years, I can't, even, I can't even fathom what that must have felt like. Um, I won't push you too much on it because I can imagine it's quite an emotional um, thing to ask. But I mean, that's to turn your life from such a negative into what we're 10 years later now. And you're, I mean, you look incredibly healthy now. I mean, I know obviously there's more to it behind the scenes, but um, how are you now these days? Are you okay?
1: Yeah. So basically, obviously from there, I actually um, climbed Mount Kilimanjaro six months later. Because I was like, you know what? I have so many people right now telling me that I can't have a life. I'm never gonna achieve anything. So many people that didn't believe. So I literally sat there and I was like, okay, what am I gonna do to basically show those people that the possibilities are endless? or can be endless if you put your mind to it and you just really just push and don't give up. And I know like sometimes, obviously some people that doesn't work out, but for me, I was like, Nope, I'm going to go and do it. I'm very stubborn. Once my mind's set on something, I will do whatever it takes to achieve it. Um, And actually I think sometimes that is the way forward. And I think from that moment I was like, you know what, you really can push and do loads of things. And I think it's about being open to opportunity, creating the opportunity because I'm not really a believer in luck. I'm a believer in hard work and the right things come due to the hard work. Opportunities come because of the hard work. And, you know, you may be seen as lucky and like lucky coincidences happen in terms of right place, right time. But that usually stems from putting yourself out there.
0: I love that. I think I completely agree. I think you do have to make your own luck in life. You can't, I mean, don't get me you wrong, people that win the lottery and whatnot, but to actually be a success, you need to create your own luck. And I think it's it's so lovely to hear just, fuck it, I'm going to climb Kilimanjaro. All right. I mean, how was that? How was it climbing? something I've always wanted to do, but when you're scared of heights, it's not necessarily, you know, (laughs) uh, generally go hand in hand. But how was it?
1: It was the most phenomenal experience and I would recommend it to anyone. It was hard. And I will never forget summit night because obviously you've been walking for, say, five days. You have to leave at midnight to reach the peak at sunrise. And that, you know, those period of hours are hard. It's freezing. It's like minus 21. You're tired, you're hungry, you're fighting, obviously being tired and wanting to go to sleep. But when you get there, there's nothing better than reaching there, seeing the sunrise. It's like an element of peace, but exhilaration. and being like, wow. And obviously I did 10 burpees at the top because that's just me.
0: Because you (laughs) do. Why not? Where
1: else are you going to do that other than the roof of Africa? But it was one of those moments where I was like, do you know what? People said that I couldn't. People said that I would never be able to do anything. But here I am at the top of Kilimanjaro what more can I do with my life, with my business, training my mindset, training my body, like what can be done? And I think a lot of the time with these things, people are held back with the what ifs, the what if I fail or what if I can't, but actually you can achieve everything or anything that you actually want. It just may not be in the same timeline or the same protocol or process that you put out on paper. And I think for me, that's kind of what I've learned along the way. It's like, Yes, there's hurdles, but you're always going to learn, and that's the amazing thing. And so long as you put, which is what I apply to all of my mental challenges, you've just got to put one foot in front of the other, and eventually you'll get to the finish line, or eventually you'll get what, to the next goal.
0: And what's, what's the next big? You've got the next big physical challenge. That's you got. You're an Iron Lady, aren't you? Can I say Iron Lady, Iron Man, Iron, <laughs> iron <laughs> gender neutral person? I don't know, if I, know. Whatever, oh yeah. but um, yeah. What's I mean? I had incredible I mean, I like my fitness as much as the next person, but you are different levels of kind of ability. I mean how I mean I say ability, you create fitness is something that you create yourself. So, it's hard work, isn't it? It's pure hard work. It's it's not a skill set, is it, is it? I mean your mental strength must be different levels. Is that I mean what what's the hardest part for you about these iron events and I I
1: think it's the number of hours it takes because I think sometimes like even me, it's like, oh, I've got to do a four hour ride today or I've got to do this. Like, oh, I just don't want to or I can't be bothered. But then it comes down to like you know, in anything, especially if you're going to apply it to different areas, it comes down to discipline. Motivation isn't a thing. Yes, you're going to feel more motivated at different times. That's normal. But it shouldn't be something that's relied on for progress because it's always going to fail you if you rely on it. You've got to rely on yourself and you've got to rely on discipline and build that over time. Because I think one of the biggest questions I get from people is like, how do you make yourself or how do you build your mind? And it's just doing things every single day that perhaps are hard or like you don't want to do to then have that as a foundation. And then you'll look back and be like, oh, I remember that day I didn't want to do that run, but I did it anyway and then felt great. Then you rely on that moment of strength to be like, yeah, I'm going to go doesn't matter and usually what happens is especially with training you go out and do a session you didn't want to do and you perform or outperform your expectation and then you feel great so it's a double-edged sword
0: yeah I mean it's you're a fellow morning person aren't you because I often see you on Instagram or on a you know on a run or whatever you're, you're up you're up and, at, and at, all the successful people that I know are morning people and I'm, I'm quite uh what's the word uh I'm trying to think of a good. Work, but I can't I'm not like I said, I'm not very articulate when it comes to these things, but I'm quite militant when it comes to mornings. I think it's so important to start your day off right. Um what, can you talk us what's what's a normal day for Sophie? What what is because I, um, I I see kind of like the influency side of things on Instagram, you see that side of things, see the training side of things. But what is what is a day stay, you know, for you?
1: So I am a fan believer of winning the first hour to win the day. Um, Good girl. nice. And especially now, obviously, with the weather getting really light in the mornings, which I thrive off of, I would always try and set an alarm for 5, 5.30 and be up, even if it's not a training session, even if it's a coffee down on the beach, a walk. It doesn't have to be something mental all the time. But I am a believer of, you know, you've got to have your morning routine. You've got to have your bedtime routine, you know, especially, I mean, I'm up early all the time, but if especially Monday to Friday, be up. At the same time, go to bed at the same time, have your morning rituals. Like some people obviously like to you know, not be on their phone or whatever. But for me, it's like, you know, get up, get a coffee, do some mobility or stretching, go for a walk and just prepare your mind for the day. I'm a very much of a list person on paper because I love to like cross stuff off. So yeah. and I will see what I usually do is set five goals for the day for business. Um, get those done. Obviously have my training in place. Um, and have obviously my downtime obviously like walking my dog and stuff. And I think it's just important to kind of have routine. And I know some people say routine is the killer, but you know, you can be flexible within the routine, but in the morning for you to be motivated and up and out, I find it is the most productive time of day. By the time two, three o'clock comes personally, for me, it's the hard time of day. Cause it's like, Oh, if I still got stuff to do, I will struggle just because I'm like mentally done. I've done so much already. But of course, if it has to be done, it has to be done. But morning people, I do find, as you've said, generally do get further. And also, you do give yourself more hours in the day. And there's no excuse not really to get up now.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, I feel, I'm disgusted in myself. If I, like, light like, in past seven o'clock, I'm like, oh, okay. you've let yourself out. Like, you really, <laughs> lit. I was up at, half, up at half four this morning. I, I walked, played like, 10K walk. Like, I got into walking recently, which I never thought I would. But I'm a big walker now along the seafront. I mean, we're very blessed to live where we yeah. where we live, don't we, on the seafront. Um, I want to touch on, because last time I saw you it would have been just before the gyms shut. Mm. Um, and it was, yes, need, God, that must have been, oh, I don't know, August time. Um, how have you found training like, outside without the gyms? I, I know you're, you're, you're doing a lot of running and cycling, but, in terms of like weights and that side of thing have you completely changed your training pattern have you had to pivot a bit on what you do
1: yeah I mean I'm very much um, an environment person so I love training in the gym for the vibes the environment yeah, it you from home um your home in my head should be somewhere of relaxation if you've got an office for your work stuff then that's great but gym unless you've got a dedicated gym rather than what I use at the moment my lounge Um, is for me like the way forward. But obviously we have to, especially at the moment, consistently and continually change and adapt. And as humans, we are actually very good at that. But for some reason, a lot of people are fearful of those things. But I think, you know, this year has shown that everyone can. Um, All I actually have at home is two sets of dumbbells and a kettlebell. Really? Yeah, Um, which is tricky because as you know, like with weight training and stuff, like sometimes you need like a wide variety of different weights to kind of progress. So for me, like obviously alongside the biking and the running, I have simply been doing the basic movement patterns um, and then adding in some stuff such as unilateral work to kind of work on weaknesses while I can and try and focus. I also set some new mobility-based goals so, such as the splits and things like that, just to kind of keep things interesting and push myself.
0: How's the, how's the splits going? Just asking for a mate. That's <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, going well. I think probably yeah. in a couple of months I'll have it.
0: Really? How do you? How do, I mean, how do you even go about practicing that? Is that literally just stretching legs? Doing that? that I, I have. I, I, I the splits fascinate me. Not in a weird way. I just don't know how anyone can do it. I, I, Like, I'm incredibly inflexible. So so
1: When I first had this idea from a friend of mine, you probably know actually Alice Farrell. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah?
1: So she basically is a very flexible person. And I said to her, I want to become flexible. I want to do this list." And she was like, okay, well, this is what you've got to do. So basically, it's an array of different leg stretches. But it's actually quite painful. So mentally, for me, that was another thing, like mentally training my mind and my body to kind of push through that over a period of time. That's um, I was,
0: what's really what's nice is that during lockdown what i like you seem like very much a solution person which i like the people i like to speak to like you've there was a problem with lockdown because you couldn't go to the gym and you have found a solution and you're going to try and you know jump on your weaknesses I, I i think that's great i mean is that is that something you are you solutions at all points in your life i
1: think naturally it does come to me quite well like for example like a year ago i shut my one-to-one PT business after 10 years, which obviously was quite hard to do, but I had no choice. And because that choice was removed, I was like, right, what's next? So then I started building another version of that online. So, so beginning... let's, talk
0: about, let's talk about that. <laughs> so yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I completely interrupted your flow then. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this, this, um, yeah, let's talk about the app because the app is brilliant. So, um,
1: Yeah, so basically transformed that into an app and then obviously another service, which is online training. But the app is really great because, you know, it's obviously less personal than, say, online coaching, but it's a very affordable um, way to do it. It can be – so basically, because it's done by an American branding, it's a dollar for the first month and then $15 after that, which is affordable for most people. There's an array of programs on there that can be done in the gym or at home. There's an array of follow along programs and new workouts being uploaded all the time, and a nice community going on there that can talk to each other, that can talk to me, and it's just great to kind of see people's progress. And you can kind of basically take me anywhere in your pocket and train wherever so you people, want. If people download the app; they can talk to
0: obviously, yeah. well, whenever you're. In space,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's just really nice, and I'm really enjoying kind of seeing it build and grow, and just see where it goes. Really. Um, but, you know, I think it's one of those things, like, you know, if you've got a, a dream or, like, something you want to do, then you've just got to make it happen. Like, it's something I wanted for ages. And, you know, the positive that's happened to me is COVID forced me into a corner to be like, right, well, it's time. Time to change. Cut the excuses. Let's go. And I live by the phrase of it's the excuses that you make today, that be the regrets you have at the end of your life. So, nice. for me, I'm like, yeah. right. Stop making excuses, just get on with it because the time's just going to pass by. And you could, if you don't start today because you've made an excuse or whatever that may be, then the time's going to go by. But if you start today in six months time, you're going to be six months deep and look how much further you're going to be. Even if, this is the analogy I give to a lot of my clients because obviously sometimes you can't give like 100% sessions or anything. But if you say, for example, did 1% of effort per day, you're going to be 365% better off in the year in a year's time or if you see fitness like cashing in a bank say for example like today you went out and did 100% in your session that that's 100% in the bank but then if tomorrow you're a bit tired you're like okay 50% but that's still like another 50% in the bank it's better than zero so actually you're building layers yeah. of fitness you're building and you can apply that to every area of your life your mindset your business everything so I think people need to kind of remove the idea of everything has to be go 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 100% it's like you're building layers and layers and layers, and eventually these layers add up, and that's when you get to your goal. So it doesn't oh, have to I be. I love that analogy. Yeah, so, analogy. yeah, and it just keeps people most based in a positive because we're human beings. We're not made to be giving a hundred percent every single time, and that's okay.
0: Yeah, it's hard. I think just I put a lot of pressure on myself. If I don't do any working out or anything like that, I. I will beat myself up about it. Not physically, but you know, (laughs) mentally, you know, it's like, oh, you've let yourself down today. Like, why have you not done something? And it is, it does take a toll mentally. I think on people, I think you compare yourself to not, well, I think I'll I'll bring you into it. You compare yourself to people who look like you and will look like, or you have a, you know, you, people don't realise how difficult it is to get like that. And I think people think if you skip a couple of meals, you go to the gym three times, you're going to look like, you know, men's health fitness model. It's just not <laughs> going to happen. Um, it's being, uh, I don't want to use the word influence stuff because um, it gets banded around a bit, but I actually think you actually do influence people by just your story compared to a lot of these people who just was on Love Island or whatnot. <laughs> but how do you find, do you find that hard? Because you do have a, a presence now online and, do you find it hard? Do you ever get trolls, or do you get like negative comments that you have to deal with?
1: Yeah, I mean, it can be hard. I'm very lucky; I rarely get it. But when I do, it is quite comical because if it's on a post that somebody says it, my followers will actually like go back to them and be like, "Not oh, really," because a lot of the time it's hard because obviously living with CF and being able to do everything I can do is unusual. I understand, um, you know, maybe an element of luck with the hard work but cf is one that as you said earlier like you can't compare because you know it's individual it's genetics so at the end of the day i've worked so hard for the moment i can remember to be here and i've never kind of given up and sometimes people have said oh you're lying you can't have cf because of everything you do um, which is mental um, or people being like, you're such an unrealistic person because of everything you do. Well, I'm a person. So like I managed to do what I do. So it's not unrealistic. It's just maybe unrealistic for that individual or like the way I kind of see the trolls is, you know, it's just a reflection of them as a person. And their reflection is being pushed on you because perhaps they're not acting on the things they're supposed to be acting on or perhaps they're not dealing with, some of the insecurities or the weaknesses or things, whereas I'm very much of the kind of person face everything head on. Um uh-huh. and kind of, you know, if you've got a weakness, work on it. If you know you've got the fault, work on it. If you know you've done something wrong, admit it, etc. Because life is by far easier. But also if you do what's hard now, i.e. work on those things, a life becomes easier.
0: Steve. I love that. I mean, I, the fact that the you know anyone that trolls anyone, I feel I just I cannot fathom why people do that. It's their own insecurities. It's their own negative images of themselves. I mean, as you kind of you kind of move along your career now, um, obviously the, the app's you know progressing well. What how how do you want to take? I mean, have you got a part like a marketing path for it? I mean, how how do you, obviously you got your platform of Instagram. Uh how else do you do you need another platform to help grow it do you do social sponsored ads or do you use other social media platforms how i mean what's the what's the marketing plan for it
1: so i think for me obviously i'm going to continue to grow it via instagram and things um i am looking to restart my youtube channel it's just nice. carving out um what day per week to film that's kind of where i am with that because i do enjoy it it's just kind of tricky when you're doing everything by yourself, on yourself, with a camera, you oh, know yeah,
0: what it's so. like. Um, yeah. be found it, having, I guess in ha- having CF during the COVID makes life very difficult to do any form of filming uh, due to the nature of corona and the nature <laughs> of CF. So, is that, is that, is that, is that yeah. all right? Is that-
1: yeah, I mean, it's hard, isn't it? Because obviously, you know, thankfully now I'm on a new medication that has kind of transformed my entire life in terms oh, wow. of like, you know, I've got 40% more lung capacity. My health is very stable. I'm only on one or two drugs now versus 80 per day. Um, yeah, 80. so yeah, I used to take 80 a day. Basically, a walk in pharmacy. Um, wow. So, for me, obviously, my life has been transformed in terms mm-hmm. of my health being stable. I've been very lucky and that this has kind of happened. Obviously, lots of other people have been impacted positively as well. And obviously now with things opening up, it's going to be by far easier to kind of film and record. But actually for me, I've been also super lucky because my mum has also been adopting cameraman roles. Bless her.
0: She nice. Nice. <laughs> um, really good.
1: She know what? She actually is. And actually, I think, <laughs> I think we've uncovered a hidden talent for her. Um, but also like, you know, it's been hard. Like the first 14 weeks of lockdown a year ago, I was in my house and didn't leave. So, you know, it's been a very strange year, um, but I'm also really excited to be able to now look forward and start planning different things, different content, hopefully internationally, because that's what nice. we all really want, isn't it? To be able to kind of branch out love, from I love our it. nest.
0: I, love, I was hoping you were going to say the word international because I, I love it when people dream big. I like I like dreamers. I like to I like to surround myself with dreamers because. It's, it's just nice. You're one of those people that I'm pretty sure will say something and do it. Like There's nothing worse than being around someone that's like, oh, I might do this, I might do that. Like, I'm pretty sure you will go out and just bloody do it. Um, in terms of just kind of touch back on the kind of the fitness front and the you know the Ironman and the Triathlon, have you got any of them planned this year coming up?
1: Well, I've already had one race moved. So that's in Marbella. And
0: of course, yeah, it's all good. Oh, that's all right.
1: <laughs> so that's... I don't mind that in September. I should be going to Austria, but again, that's July. So I think that will be moved because Europe don't seem to be behaving themselves by the sound Northern, of the third, yeah. third wave that's coming. Um, planning a world record this year. Oh, yeah. You can't disclose that, I, I can't at the moment, only because I'm waiting for confirmation. Um, okay. Okay. So that's exciting. Um, but I really hope that the late, late, later part of the year, I'll just be able to kind of do some of these things abroad. Um, just because I, by spirit and nature, I'm an adventurer and – Love to explore things far wide, ocean, sea, land, high, low, whatever you want to call it.
0: Yeah, you've been swimming, haven't you, in the River Thames?
1: I have. It's very so cold it? at the moment, though.
0: Are you, are you, are you still going back? Are you, have you gone back in since summer? Are you...
1: Yeah, so I've been in January and February. I haven't been in through March, admittedly.
0: Um, no, People down there I'm like, you're mental. I was like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> it's so cold.
1: But do you know what? what is?
0: What made you do this? Basically, yeah.
1: when I was training for the Ironman, that hasn't happened yet because of COVID, I re- realized that you know swimming in a pool is doesn't really quite cut it versus open water because, let's face it, the Ironman is open water, albeit a lake for me. But I was like, we live on the south and seafront. Like, we should be utilizing. So basically, last January, with a coach, I decided to go in, and he's a bit mental. So he was like, oh, you don't need a wetsuit. I was like cool (laughs) i suppose this is a bit of a challenge because i've never done this before but obviously being with a coach is safe because you know he will time how long you're in there for make sure that everything's cool and i admittedly have never been in so much pain in my life from the cold i literally couldn't really even breathe so i was like very much a mindset breathing lesson for me to push yourself out of that much comfort um And I think it's something that actually I need to get back into and do daily. I mean, I do push myself daily, but in terms of things like that, um, because there's so much benefit and science behind that, actually. But, yeah, so basically he took me under his wing and put me in the sea in a 30-mile-an-hour rainy day. And it was, I think, five degrees, and I was just in a swimsuit. Lovely. (laughs) And it was cold. But actually, like, I felt so... Like exhilarated and alive when I got out, it was actually quite phenomenal. Although I think even now, if I went in, I would be like, "You probably hear me along the seafront because I'd be so loud and complaining it was cold." But I'd still <laughs> do it anyway. Um, but yeah, so basically, it started then just for the Iron Man, and obviously, Iron Man never happened. So I did it through the summer, but I don't know if you went in through the summer. It was actually really hot. It was like twenty-two, twenty-three degrees.
0: How was it? Yep. But yeah, I've not. I do. You know what it's something that's dawned on me. I, I would like to do it in my new kind of new leads to life. I've got twenty twenty one. So it's something that is tempting. But I'm not a great swimmer. I cheated on my five meter badge. Like <laughs> I was, I was not, I can swim to a degree now, but I am not a great swimmer. So I'm a bit worried. I don't want to be that kid that drowns in South and Seafront. I'm going my moment. i will
1: take you under my wing. We can, uh,
0: yeah, teach me. Teach, I want to I, it's something, I, I wanna push like, it's. Well, I like speaking to people. Like, it's nice to be getting get inspired. It's not, otherwise you just.
1: Have you got any goals? Like you,
0: this year, well, obviously, to get this into the top 10 of the – I mean, top 10 is a bit ambitious, but you can't no, screw I it and give it a go. Um, what else should I like to do today? Uh, today? I mean, today, we'll just get through today. But um, this year, I would love to actually complete a half marathon. Like, I, I'm so close to doing – and this isn't a massive task, really. It's definitely doable, but I fail. I've done – was it 20? How many kilometers is it? Is it 20? 20, 21, 23, 21. And I have got like 19, and my brain just said, Cole, stop it. And I was just what? stopped.
1: No. I know, better.
0: I know, you'd be angry. I know, ang- know my body just gave up. So um, I'd love to work towards a marathon if I can, an actual proper marathon. But my body type isn't too forgiving for running that kind of distance. I'm quite heavy. So that would be something i have really like to do this year. Um, and. Do you know what? Just kind of build on my own personal success of the last couple of years. Uh, I'm moving house, which has been an absolute ordeal at the moment. Uh, everyone keeps pulling out on me, which is wonderful. So um, just get settled. I just want to be settled because the whole yeah. last the whole of last year was an absolute mess. Like I moved into a flat, just decided to sell it again just as you do. Um, so I just want to settle down in a house and just enjoy the next. 12 months what I hope will be a wonderful summer I mean, have you got any obviously we spoke a lot about work and you know uh, achievements personally what what are you hoping to do this year like enjoyment wise
1: well it's interesting now you obviously what you've said because I think you know amongst the pushing for success pushing limits I think one of the biggest lessons I've had for the last year because my life obviously has drastically slowed down is how important it is to have that pace of life in your life yes. because I think we spend so many ty- so many minutes or hours or years especially due to social media thinking everybody's on the go all the time thinking that's what we should be doing but actually the secret to success amongst all of that is having enough space to allow you to be relaxed and have creativity and have fun because life at the end of the day it should be fun around the stresses that we kind of produce yes. as humans. And I think it's one of the things that I've learned massively, which is why, you know, I've adjusted working hours and things to be like, you know what, I'm now flexible in business, I could work from anywhere. So, you know, I, you know, if opportunities arrive to move to travel around, then yes, I would be doing that. But as I mentioned earlier, like I have a two and a half day weekend now, hopefully a three day weekend at some point. So there's a four day week, a busy four days but three days of just doing what I want to do, relaxing, not really thinking about work at all. And I think the beauty of life actually lies in those moments because then you will work harder and you will appreciate that, but you will also appreciate being able to do stuff with your friends or do stuff for yourself. And being content with who you are and being content with being on your own, I think is also key.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's, yeah, I think knowing yourself is a huge thing, like being content in your own personal like you've got to not love yourself in a, in a way that people perceive when you say love yourself. Actually, you have to love yourself. You've got
1: to are be you? like... The thing I is, I don't yourself. get why people have a problem with being like, yeah, of course. Like, I'm not saying I'm like, you know, up myself by saying, yeah, you, know, you should be proud of who you are and embrace that because nobody's you and that is the most powerful thing you own. Like you, nobody knows what your next thoughts or your next moves are apart from you. But being content in who you are and working with you as a person rather than con- constantly criticising yourself, you know, is the way forward. It is hard work and it takes work. And obviously we always have, all have those times of being like, oh, I look rubbish or I feel rubbish. And that's normal and that's human. And actually it's okay to feel those things. I think it's is mental, isn't it? Like I think online, especially like, it's almost not so much now, but you used to be frowned upon being like, oh, you're having your negative or like, you know, you're criticizing yourself. But, you know, it's okay to feel those things. It's about what you do next with those things. Because I think learning yourself, the way you work, your mindset, build, and then being able to then build on all of that is how you then become the best version of you. And so long as you are trying your best consistently, that's the best that everyone can do.
0: I love that. I got cause I got told a real useful bit of information the other day. I was, on, I was on a chat with a girl called Rebecca. She was Her company, basically, they do kind of customer service journeys for the client, making sure their customer service experience is wonderful. And she said, you want to get complaints? And I was like, that's weird. Like, why do you want complaints and she's like well unless people give you honest negative feedback you ain't gonna know how to improve and how to get mm. better and it kind of really resonated with me a little bit because you kind of always just seek the positive reassurance and you know affirmation from people but sometimes i'd like sometimes i would like cult you're a bit you know you're a bit cocky or you know you might need to like not be so like you know driven or whatever you know whatever that may be um but it really kind of stuck with me yeah. a little bit i mean
1: I think being comfortable with that as well. Comfortable taking the criticism and being like, do you know what? Fair enough. I'll take that on board and next time I can improve. Or it's hard principles.
0: to I, I, I struggle to say, I really do struggle to take yeah. no, criticism. I, I, I am do partly
1: due to, basically when I worked in office, I really wasn't very well due to a number of reasons and the office per se, I think. But I had a very unfair manager at the time. And she basically just didn't like me and wanted to try and force me to leave, but she actually ended up being in breach of um, the Disability Act and things, which is quite funny. And, um, basically from then, I know that due to that experience, I then still to this day can find it hard to take negative comments, criticism or particular phrases such as, oh, I just need to have a chat with you. I'd automatically get my back up and be like, why? What have I done? Rather than it actually being like, okay, that's fine. Or actually like making that kind of phrase a more of a positive reinforcement. As you've said, like it's okay to be criticized and actually it is okay because we're human. So yeah. we're not always going to be performing at our best. We have things going on or like, you know, it's just about a learning experience and it's the same that goes for things like failure and, and things. And I think they're the things that can hold people back.
0: What would you say has been, if any, has been your biggest failure in your life so far? Have you failed anything? don't think you have, have you?
1: I think it depends on how you see it. Like, of course, like there's things that haven't gone my way um, in business or working with brands or like wanting particular paths to work out. And a few years ago, I was working with a different management and that didn't work out. And at the time, I thought my life was over. <laughs> which is a bit mental oh, And really? um, just because like there was a lot of different things hanging in the air, you know, a lot of money that never got received and things like that. And actually now the position I am in now looking back, I'm like, thank God that happened because I'm now working in a great team and they're much better than anyone. Um, you know, I think sometimes these things happen for a reason to lead you down a path that's maybe better for you, more suited or to open up different opportunities that actually are more deserving.
0: How, do, I mean, with stuff with like the brands and, and stuff and the management, is that because obviously, I, I guess you have no experience of that where you'd go into the, the world that you kind of got into. I mean, how do you navigate that? Like, I would have no idea mm-hmm. how to, like, if someone said, Oh, we well, just sell some teeth white and you get, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, how how do you navigate that? Is, that any, is, it, is it hard? Do you have guidance from people is it, or do you just kind of jump in the water and see what happens?
1: Yeah, I think it's hard because I think, you know, firstly, you need to know. Your brand and then that you know what kind of things resonate with you. Like, I'd never put stuff out that I don't believe in. Um, that's
0: you not know, good to hear. No, no, that's good
1: to hear. Yeah. I would never put stuff out that I wouldn't use because I think it's a bit like, well, then it's like, well, it's not you know authentic. You're obviously just doing it to be paid, which is obviously everyone needs to be paid, so that's fine. But if you want to build a strong brand, you need to do what you believe in and not be afraid to say no, not be afraid to say actually, no, is as not assuming you or turn down stuff.
0: How does, How does that go? When you have to say, no, I'm all right. like, how does that...
1: Well, normally you you, you, you just say, oh, no, it doesn't resonate with me, or no, like, it doesn't align with my branding, or I don't believe in your product, which obviously have is quite had any... hard.
0: Yeah, that's quite true. Have you had any, like, you don't, obviously you don't have to disclose this, but have you had any weird, like, stuff offered to you to kind of try and sell that you're, like... The beauty of an
1: inbox on Instagram...
0: Oh, really? Is it one of them? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's interesting. Like I kind of all the time in the requests and stuff have stuff and I look at their Instagram and I'm like, I wouldn't do it anyway. But I'm like, how do you think that's going to sell versus like another brand that are doing the same thing? So a lot of them um, are based away in like Asia that message yeah. you. Um, but you know what? You have to just be brave enough and bold enough to say no. And I think you can also apply that to every area of your life because if you don't say no, then you're not going along with what you believe in. And it, you know, the power of no is actually quite exhilarating. Like, even if no, you just no, want to no. do something, just don't do it. Like,
0: I love, i I I'm just like, I'm a yes man. I am, I'm so guilty of it. Like, I would just say yes. And I um, I get myself in such situations because I say yes to things. I don't really want to do it. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll do it. And then before I know it, I'm just like, all right, <laughs> oh, <okay, okay." laughs> um, so, no, that's, that's, I love that. It is a strong word. I think we need to embrace the word. It's not a negative word, is it? I think people co- like have connotations of no being negative. It's not. Well, no,
1: and I think people are then scared of what people think if they simply say no. And I'm like, no, no. Yeah. If you don't want to no. do something, like, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Obviously, sometimes you do if it's to do with work or, like, building stuff or, like, just because, you know, say you don't want to do your accounts or something. But genuinely, <laughs> like, if you don't want to, like – go somewhere or do something like you can say no, but I think people are still so scared. Like I used to, you know, it depends that like if someone offered me a challenge abroad, uh, I would always say yes. Like I would just figure it out along the way. That's not a problem. But like, if it's something that I genuinely like <laughs> fills me with dread and I really don't want to do, I'd be like, you know what? It's not, doesn't like resonate with me. So I'm not going to do it.
0: I I mean, you spoke touching it there. Where would you like to go this year? If you could go traveling, there's someone said, you want to come here where would be your ideal where's the dream place that someone's gonna offer you to go
1: oh there's so many this is the problem it's um, three.
0: Uh, three. One, okay one okay you've got a weekend a weekend break where you can
1: probably fly no to Italy budget. Lake Como
0: beautiful place lovely yeah I like that yeah I could definitely
1: do that the be there Oh, Long could you weekend. imagine if, oh,
0: could you imagine? Oh, this is one. I, I, I love I'd go to Italy every year. Yeah, I year
1: love it. I, I do love it there. And I would like to travel Italy because I've only really been to certain parts, but um, I think the whole of the country is such a beautiful place and it's so different from one end to the other. And the food. And who doesn't love pizza and coffee? So yes. basically... Coffee
0: have, actually. I was intrigued.
1: Well, What's so at home I've got an espresso machine with frothy milk, so that will do me at home. If I go out, it'll be cappuccino or a flat white.
0: Nice, good choice. I've started getting into oat milk recently. I mean, that's oat the milk coffee is great. I never thought I'd say that. I felt like, oh god, I think I hate myself. I've lived in Lee too long. I'm getting like an oat milk latte. I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> to be fair, though,
1: the like, coffee I'm... selection in Lee is great.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. There is a lot. I feel like I don't. I'm really loyal to the guy at the charcoal Station. Because oh. see won't go on my walks, yeah. But, um, okay, so you've done your weekend trip. Uh, you're going away uh, for a week uh, with some friends. Where would you go?
1: Oh, there's so many places. I mean, can you go to Miami for a week? I don't know. Yes,
0: you can go to Miami for a week, yeah. So, Miami.
1: Is it, I yeah, mean, mommy, so I've got some friends out there, so it'd be nice to go and see them, maybe. Miami,
0: Miami's fine. Miami's um, fine.
1: Dubai, to see my sister. I've seen her for over a year now, so that'd be nice.
0: How is she? She's she all right?
1: Yeah, she's great. Doing well as always.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, probably it would be one of those two, really. I think, or nice. if, you know, maybe to be fair, like I'm just dreaming because two years ago I went to um, the West Palm Beach, Florida, to do a paddleboarding oh. race from the Bahamas. Wow! So Jesus, that would be wonderful. Well,
0: you, you, well, you're on a paddleboard from the Bahamas to Florida?
1: Yeah. So it's 80 miles in the, at night time through the Gulf Stream from one end to other, as Natural you do paddle. with all the sharks yeah
0: do you see any sharks
1: we did actually one guy got bitten by a shark but clearly did was not
0: uh, thin-ish
1: to be fair he was <laughs> a <laughs> so funny yeah no he did he did finish he just had a little nibble on his hand because he was a prone paddler so you
0: know. oh, that's alright a little nibble Take yeah, that. that. that's alright and you've got a continent to spend a travelling season in what one are you going to go into uh,
1: I'd probably go all the way to the other side to New Zealand, Bali, kind of way, I think. Yeah, I've always wanted to go nice to both day. of those places. So just. Yeah. And also, Dreams. it's just so nice and warm. Like, I'm just dreaming of like the warmth and the sun right now.
0: Yeah, it's, it's quite warm at the moment. It's all right. It's like 15 degrees. It's, it's I mean, lovely. it's
1: better. I'll take it's
0: it. <laughs> I'm praying for that really nice English summer, that, uh, April that we usually get. <sighs> April's usually yeah, really hot in England.
1: What's we'll the either.
0: first place? You're going to go when everything
1: opens up. I don't know. I want to actually just kind of get out the area.
0: Yeah, go on, go to London, I think, or something, or Brighton. Just so somewhere
1: London. that you can travel, maybe within like an hour, hour and a half, just to kind of have a change of scenery.
0: There's only so much African seafront you can see. I mean, you we are super can...
1: lucky, so I'm not taking away from that. But at the same time, it's like, do you know what? Wouldn't it be nice to like look forward to coming home?
0: Yeah, because so I, I, I'm working, I'm sitting in my lounge at the area. Forgive this curtain, it makes it look a little bit like a crack then, but it's really bright. It's my balcony <laughs> here, so the sun starts coming all the way through. Um, but were you, were you immersed in your own property all day, every day? You do not resent it, that's the wrong word, but it's, it doesn't feel like your home anymore. It just kind of feels like your habitat.
1: Yeah, I know. It's, like, it's just hard, isn't it? Because we're like, before obviously COVID happened, i would just been to Baltimore for work as you do, a random place to go. Um, (laughs) But then the year before, I had been on like 10 work trips around the world. And so like, for me, like that was a very normal thing. And the year before, like I think one of my clients flew me to LA for a month with her um, and different places. So then obviously now I'm like, oh, I've been in the same place for like over a year. Like I want to be able to go and explore so that I can, you know, when you've been away and you get back through your front door after traveling and you just think, oh, I've made it. That's the kind of feeling I want because (laughs) I've been away, I've had a great time and then you then appreciate your house again. But we don't have that at the moment really because we can't leave or we can't go anywhere. We'll come back. We'll be back. We will. Um, I
0: I can definitely see see the final hurdle now. So um, we're coming towards the end of our little, I've got a couple more questions for you and then I know you're a busy lady. So um, what would you tell your younger self if you could give advice to her now?
1: Um, that you? is very easy for me, is to not fear oh. what other people think. Because I went through a phase of doing that, of trying to just fit in and actually standing out from the crowd is by far more enjoyable, by far better. And you'll probably get further because you'll be braver.
0: love that. I love that. And what's the dream for Sophie Grace Holmes?
1: To... Well, I suppose there's a few. Like, Firstly, like I've kind of made one of them happen through COVID, and that's to be able to work from anywhere in the world, which I can now, it's which is amazing. Uh, so hopefully to continue that long yeah. for a long, long time. Um, but I guess for me, it's about freedom. So yeah. having the financial freedom, the business freedom, to basically live my life the way I want it to be, whether it be like here, whether it be abroad in the mountains, just being able to basically do whatever I want while working. Um, I mean, I'm open to, like, obviously, you know, new businesses. I'm hoping to build a property empire at some point. Um, Thank you. (laughs) And I think for me, like, it's just about having, you know, a few different ways of earning money so that, you know, I think they they say it's eight that you need to be able to become a millionaire. So basically, like, to be able to build on those things, to be able to be like, do you know what? I'm so proud of, obviously proud of how far I've come, but obviously I'm a dreamer and I've got big goals and stuff. So I want to be able to just keep pushing and just enjoying the process. Like it doesn't have to happen overnight. It's about just building over time and having being open to different things, open to opportunities, open to businesses, open to investments.
0: What business? any businesses you'd like to get into that you maybe are not into at the moment outside of property that you'd like to maybe dip your toe into?
1: Um, maybe something to do with food. Because nice. I do love food and I do like creating but i wouldn't want to particularly open up and run a restaurant because i think that's you know very hard but, maybe have, an, but maybe have an investment torte- in one and maybe a little say to the menu would be nice
0: tortilla my new my new tortilla brand What's which this? i'm trying to push on so i so have you ever had a tortilla mm, what is it it's like a tortilla yeah at pizza. oh okay okay so it kind of you're kind of cutting out after calories of having a big doughy bread. Um, and you can put anything on it. You know, I generally have like pesto and then chicken, and, you know, a little bit of like bruschetto or whatever. And it's lush and it's really nice. And I thought, I'm going to go with this. So I bought the domain name. I've got everything, but I just haven't got time to do it yet. But yeah, Tortiza. Fancy Ooh, it. Yeah. It. To try it. Try it. It's actually really nice. I thought it would be like a Subway thing. But it could be quite yeah, cool. like,
1: that sounds good. But yeah, I think, you know, it's one of those things that you've got to be open to different things, even if it's something you don't know about, Like you just never know. Just, you could just try lucky, invest into something and be like, actually, that's really paid off. Like if you think about all the massive brands out there at some point, they had to take a risk and just be like, yeah, I'm going to see if this works. Like look at like oh, Amazon or like yeah. ASOS or like all these people like, at some point, it wasn't a thing and they made it a thing. So like, you know, being able to maybe invest in something would be cool.
0: Nice. Well, if anyone's got any ideas for you I'll please send this <laughs> uh, well thank you so much for coming on it's been wonderful um, I really do think there's some really lovely takeaways for, for people to take from this I know we've got some really young budding kind of entrepreneurs and uh, people our age who kind of want to start up and do need a bit of inspiration so thank you so much for coming on
1: it's been lovely to see you
0: Next time someone needs to send you money, tell them to use Zelle. With Zelle, the money goes straight into your bank account, and it typically only takes minutes between enrolled users. And even if the sender uses a different U.S. bank, it still works. Plus, Zelle is already in over 1,600 banking apps, so you probably won't have to download another one. By the way, make sure the sender has your correct U.S. mobile number or email address, so the money goes to the right place. Look for Zelle in your banking app today.